Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, who both got gastric sleeve surgery five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. It's so hard to find a yoga instructor that is patient, knowledgeable, and affordable. Look no further than Kate Louise Yoga. She specializes in yoga for all bodies. Her primary goal in teaching is to help people heal themselves by tapping into higher consciousness states of love, wisdom, and creativity. You can also find free gentle yoga classes on her website, katelouiseyoga.com. Just click the link like you're going to purchase a class to see the link to her Zoom classes. So welcome back, OSLP family. You are listening to Our Sleeve Life Podcast. I'm Kelly. This is Mel. And we have the most exciting person for an interview today. Yes. yes. Uh, her Instagram handle is TTGotVSG. That's right. And we love watching her. Oh, my goodness. I was so stoked when she reached out to us because I was like, oh, I've been watching her for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Since we started our Instagram I think she was one of our first follows. I think maybe. And we are so stoked to learn more about her. I mean, she's got a fabulous Instagram. Oh she's God, so supportive. The side by sides, man. Amazing. And her style and vibe, I just was like, hell yeah, dude. Yes. Like, you got it. Yes. Like, and in this shit, you can see, like, she's serious. Like, she's all in. Correct. So. And if you do nothing but go check out her side by sides, it is worth it. Because they are fucking amazing. She has killed her journey so far. And we are excited to welcome TT Got VSG. Yeah. 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 So let's start this off by tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Where are you from? Okay. Hello, everybody. TT Got VSG. My name is Terry. People call me Terry TT, mostly T. Um, I am from Maryland, which we call that the DMV, but I'm from Maryland, born born and raised in Maryland. Um, I'm 33 years old. I will be 34 December 18th, so I am a fiery Sag. It fits me completely. I am a Sagittarius down to the T. And um, as you guys stated before, obviously this is a VSG podcast, so Mm -hmm. I have vertical sleeve gastrectomy April 10th, 2019, and I have been living my brand new best life ever since. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how close you were to my date. Yeah. Because I was April 25th. Really? So we're like surgery twins. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, at least yes. month. At least sur- month. <laughs> the the April surgery twins, and yes. uh, Kedrick, 
off of Sleep Believe the Hype. He, we yeah, actually had. I search- love, I love you, Kendrick. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> we we love, we love him. He's um, great. we actually had. He had surgery the day before I did. Oh wow! Yeah, you know what? Not to not to cut you guys off, but I love how we're like all a community. Like we could have a family reunion. Oh, we're oh, all a family. Oh yes, like we cannot wait to be able to tour. And like yes. meet everybody and have like like you said a family reunion because that's what we yes. are we're a family like we're we- all so close knit like it's like my I tell people all the time like the VSG community is the best community to be a part of and it's like a virtual family like oh. hey girl how you yeah exactly and yeah. we lift everybody up and that's what I love right. Well, and yeah. I, I feel like for me like I needed this because like I didn't realize this existed because I'm five years out so like. This is oh, insane. Wow. Yeah. Like I didn't realize there's yeah. actually a family of people that care about you, that one that one yeah. that want you to succeed. Like yeah. they're not a bunch of fucking haters that live around you that are like jerks all the time and being rude. Right. Well, and I think it's easier haters. For, yeah, exactly. 100. Um I feel like sometimes with your uh friends and family that are, you know, in real life or you know that you see on a daily basis like it's hard for them to sometimes understand where you're coming from yeah. whereas yeah, the yeah. VSG community really understands yeah that yeah they they know what you're going through and they know that it's mm-hmm. not an easy process and so it's right. easier to relate i think sometimes um yes. versus somebody in that you see more often so right because I feel like, I mean, people outside of the VSG community, like, they don't understand, like, the mental changes you go through, the emotional portion of losing, you know, half of yourself. That mm-hmm. There's emotion, there's an emotional side to that. And they're like, why are you complaining? Like, you're skinny now. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, there's other things that come along with that. So I yeah. feel like in our community, like, I can talk to you and you'll be like, girl, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And right. you just don't feel like, you know, so alone or isolated. So VH, I wish we could just like all go to Vegas and cut up in a crazy. <gasps> yes, oh, let's so do it. We uh, will have mean, to we plan. We can have a convention there. Yeah, we'll we just, all we'll just do a convention. <laughs> And yeah. we'll have everybody fly in and we'll just have a big party. Big bariatric party. Yeah. Awesome. With lots of big, wine. <laughs> why do I love that though? Like BB, big bariatric That's party. That's right. Like, yes. <laughs> That's we BBP. Tags. There you go. go yeah. Ahead. BBP. Uh, the OSLP presents the BBP. <laughs> yeah, we might have to we might have to get back on that. We gotta see what we can do after the after the Rona clears. The Rona. Right? Oh god. Rona. I'm so over it. I'm so over it already. Damn. I can't believe it's I almost been too. a year. Pretty much. It's almost been a year. And everybody's like, oh, like the numbers are so bad. And I'm like, you know, but the numbers are bad when it first started. And thank God he has kept coronavirus away from me. You're right. So I just still do what I always do. If I have to go out, I'm masked up. Mm-hmm. I'm like cleaning off my hands all the time. Like just being precautious, you know? So yeah, that's the thing is don't be reckless. Like. Yeah, don't be reckless. Because how have you dealt with having weight loss surgery and dealing with Rona? Because I didn't have to deal with that shit. No. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm dealing with, like, depression now because of it. But I couldn't imagine being, like, a year and a half in and dealing with Rona. Like, Yeah. Um, it's crazy. a lot. Well, I thankfully, I'm very disciplined with my food choices. So I'm not, like, leaning on food, really. Okay. But, I mean, just being locked up in the house, it's a lot. Like, right before Corona started, I really started to start try to start like a workout regimen i was Mm. going to the gym i was outside working out like just to tone up and as soon as corona came i was just like yeah i'm good yeah (laughs) and like completely stopped doing that you know so that's where it's kind of you know 
it's, knocked me off a little bit. But. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like I've fallen off such a regimented um, mm-hmm. workout because, I mean, I was doing yoga every single morning and then I can't, now I keep getting sick with stupid freaking bronchitis and sinus infection. So that doesn't help. But right. And everybody's I, looking at you like, girl. Oh, my gosh. So I just got yeah. back from Florida, right? We went to Disney World and Universal Studios. And every time I cough, because I still have the barky cough from bark bronchitis, yeah. I was like, I don't have Rona. I don't have the right. Rona. Like, I just got <laughs> tested. I know for sure. But it's like you have to right. explain yourself if you're coughing, if you're sniffling, if you say you have yeah. a headache. Like, it's a whole new judgment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, new... coughing is a major offense. Like, girl, what's wrong with you? Like, okay. <laughs> like, get away from me right now. Get away from you me know, with your Rona. You have sinuses. Like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you still have allergies. Slow your roll. Uh-huh. Slow your roll. Good. It's going to be yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so let's go back to the yeah. beginning of your story. And oh, yeah, where does it begin? Like, is it childhood? Yeah. Is it your, like, you know, in your teens? Yeah, when so, as far as like my weight and stuff, yeah, yeah, your whole thing. So all my life, I've pretty much been like bigger than everybody else. Even at my smallest, when I was like in middle school and stuff, I was still like a big girl. I was still heftier and bigger than everyone else. Even though I would love to be that size now, right? <laughs> but yeah. I was always pretty much bigger than my peers, mm. um, and of course. That at that time, you know, make, would make me feel away. I didn't realize that I was different really until one day I came to school and I had on like a cute little outfit. I thought that I looked the absolute best. My mom had bought me a cute little outfit on, at Kmart. Like oh. I was switching in school like, Woo, what's up? And yeah. my um, principal pulled me to the side and she was like, I mean, of course I was larger. So I was developed in middle school, mm, like okay. everything. And my principal pulled me to the side and she was just like, you know, you just remind me of, of me, you know, you just have way too much body and you shouldn't be wearing things like that. And, oh, you know, no. it's just unacceptable. And then that's when I really started to realize like, wow, I'm a little different than other people. Yeah. And that just followed me through high school. Like I had this one boyfriend in high school that I was like, so in love with. And he used to only talk to me outside of school. Mm-hmm. I would see he was a football player. I would see him in school and I'll be like, hey, me, your girlfriend. <laughs> what and a he dick. Like, hey, I know, right? And he would be like, he would ignore me. So one day after school, I was like, you know, how come you don't talk to me in school? You know, we're on the phone all night. How come you don't talk to me in school? And he was just like, well, you know, you're kind of bigger than all the other girls in the school. <gasps> and, you know, like my friends and stuff, like, they feel a way about that. They make fun of me about that. So I would just, you know, rather just keep what we have under wraps. And I was like, oh, toodaloo. Yeah. yeah. Bye-bye. So that would pretty much be where, like, issues with my weight started. Yeah. Um, even though I was smaller then. But as I had children mm. and being a single mom and going through depression with that, my weight just continue to pile on um but even still I will say that I was like in denial about it Mm. you know and people always ask like how are you in denial about you being 323 pounds I'm like no I'm in I didn't see myself like that like I pretty much Mm -mm. right I don't see it I pretty much blocked blocked it out of my mind yeah Mm -hmm. that's what I tell people because I've been big all my life too so like 
when yeah. I, I hit 308 was my top. And I was like, I didn't realize I was even in 300 pounds. I was like, no, no right. fucking way. And yeah, your brain just goes, bloop. Mm-hmm. No more. No more. Like, yep. you can't. Yep. You, know, you can't see it. Yeah. You have no idea. Um, you have no idea. And I say, like, when people ask me, like, oh, well, what made you want to have um, VSG? I tell the story when I took my son to an amusement park and I've never been on a roller coaster ever. Right. Mm-hmm. So my son was like, I want to go on a roller coaster. You know, and I was like, all right, we're going to conquer this fear together. You mm-hmm. and I, we're going to get on this roller coaster. So I go get on the roller coaster, girl, and I try to sit down. And I can't sit, I can't even fit in the seat, nor can the little, come the thing, like the lock yeah, that yeah. comes down, it wouldn't even go down. Oh, shit. So I'm looking at the operator like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I fit in the seat? And she's like, you know, we'll keep trying. So we keep trying. And she's like, ma'am, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't fit. So you won't be able to ride the ride. Yeah. And I'm like, What? Yeah, I was completely flabbergasted knowing that I'm 323 pounds, knowing that I'm obese. I was like, what do you mean I can't fit? Like, where's her manager? Because she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. You know, so it's just you kind of just for me, I would look in the mirror and just be like, this is who I am. Mm. This is who I am. I might as well learn to like it. I might as well dress it up real pretty you know, to make everybody around me feel that I was so confident and bubbly and loving myself. But deep inside, it was a struggle every day. Yeah, that sounds so familiar. Yep. I I remember getting up and like, because I was so sick all the time uh, because of my (laughs) autoimmune diseases. And it was so hard for me to even get out of bed, much less like exercise. It was hard for me to do anything. And I remember sitting at my vanity and just doing my makeup because it was the only thing I could do without feeling like shit. And mm. and I would go out and I'd be like, oh, I look so good. Like, I feel good about myself. And then I would see pictures and I'm like, it 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 just the makeup doesn't change. No. Like, right. the fact that I look like shit. Like, and I, right. and I noticed, like, I had gained a lot of weight in a very mm-hmm. short amount of time. And mm-hmm. so it was very hard to be able to, like think that I looked good but then when you look back you're like mm, no they, you know no. people take pictures of you like those pictures are the real pictures like yeah. you know you take your own pictures you know your angles you yep. know yep but when people take picture of you it's like oh bitch you got me fucked up oh can I can I curse yeah oh no, yeah. 100% oh, okay. when, when people fuck take yes pictures, you're like, bitch you got me fucked up like you're you are you think you're gonna post this don't tag me in that shit yeah. like when you finally oh. like I there's so many pictures that I have that really was like a shell shock to me. I was mm. like, this is what I look like. Oh, oh wow. For reals, this girl over here has some like crazy hidden gems that I was like, yeah. where the fuck did you take that photo at? Like, I don't even remember that photo. Yep. I don't re- like I don't remember being even that person looking like that. Like it's so like crazy. But I it snaps like- your brain back into place, I think, sometimes. Yeah. To look at that and be like, oh, thank fuck. God I'm not there anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh fuck, yeah. like I'm not there anymore, but don't go back. Like, yeah. You need to keep mm-hmm. shit that reminder. Control. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, um, I, I am so glad I took so many pictures. Seriously. Cause I didn't <laughs> take too. any for side by sides. Nothing. Yeah. You didn't take anything. Me too. Nope. We, um, 
no, I was like 100% like ashamed. That's not happening. I'm yeah. Like, I, I, but see, the only reason why I did is because my physician told me to. He was like, take a lot of pictures because it's going to uh, come to a point where you lose all of this weight. And sometimes you may not even feel it or see it, mm-hmm. you know? So he was like, you're going to want to have these pictures to look back to really see where you come from. Because we're bl- our eyes are blind to ourselves. We look yeah. at ourselves every single day. And yeah. we don't even... You know, just like one of my best friends was at my house yesterday, and she was like, bitch, you are so small. Aww. And I was like, really? And she was like, yes. Like, she was like, literally, I saw you two months ago. You're smaller than you were two months ago. And I'm like, really? You know, we wake up, we see mm-hmm. ourselves, and we're yeah. just like, okay, hey, girl, have a good day. Like, yep. you don't even think about it. Yep. So taking those pictures really helps me on my days where I'm just like, I don't even see it. I'll mm-hmm. look back, and I'm like, wow, I have come a long way. Yeah. You know, and it just helps me to just stay on path. Like, okay, I'm going to eat a kale salad versus eating Thanksgiving leftovers. Right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I didn't get my Thanksgiving this year. I was, we were in Universal. So I was like, I'm okay with giving up. I ate a lot of shit this this last week. So I'm paying for it. Um, It is okay. It's okay to balance it out with some not so good stuff and some good stuff. Um, When you were talking about pictures that other people took of you, I, it flashed me back to one of my friends. I was over there and her kid was taking pictures and she, she had taken a photo of me, and I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? Because it was, like, low angle oh, from yeah. a kid's point like, of view. Why would you ever try me? Right? Yeah. Oh and I God. saw it, and I, I almost deleted it, and I kept it. This was before I decided on VSG. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember, like, I, I go back to that photo all the time because I'm like, I can hold the phone down low, and I'm good now. But Girl, before, different was, right? Exactly. Not so much. Not it was so always much. up. I always. You, you would see photos. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You would see <laughs> photos of my like me going like this because I would be telling my husband go up with the phone, mm-hmm. and so he would yeah. snap photos, and you would see my finger. So that's funny. Uh, yeah, that. angles are a big deal. Angles are a big deal. But yes. see, now when you're, you know, in your slimmer body and everything, you're feeling mm-hmm. good, like. You can take a picture from here, from here, and be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm actually skinny now. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is fine. Yeah, I only have one chin. It's crazy. I only have one chin. That's great. I love yeah. that non-scale oh, victory. Exactly. Um, so what was the uh, surgery center that you went to for years? So my surgery was covered through my insurance. Kaiser Permanente is, okay. is the insurance that I have. Um, so I only had a $5 co-payment, thank God, because oh. it was more than that. I don't know what to tell you guys. We probably wouldn't even be here. Um, so I only had a $5 copayment. I did have to go through like a six-month process of like nutritionist okay. and just screening my health all together to make sure that I would make it through the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have to lose any weight prior to surgery, but I did. I ended up losing 50 pounds prior wow. to surgery. Wow. Just going off of what my you know nutritionist would advise me to do. I just couldn't gain any weight. Oh. So... Um, yeah, it was through my insurance. I just called my doctor one day and I was like, and this is how, back to being in denial. Yeah. I called my doctor one day and I was like, hey, you know, I'm really thinking about joining the bariatric program. I'm, program and I'm like, I know I don't really need it because I'm not that big. But, you know, I just think that it would be a good idea. And she was like, yeah, so I'm just going to put the referral in for you. Oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. oh well, because what was now, your highest weight? My highest weight was 323 pounds. Okay. 
And you've lost 126? 26. Okay. Yes. Damn. Yeah, that is a crazy amount of weight. Crazy. So I don't want to do the math. Uh, what uh, weight are you at? Well, you know, because I've been saying 126, like, without really doing the calculations. But right now, I weigh... 196 pounds. Nice. That's amazing. So, um, my goal is like 180. My goal was 180, but now I feel like it'll be more so like 170 because I want to keep like, mm. you know, my fluffiness a little bit, some curves. Yeah. Not that that is, you know, possible. It's not like you can say I only want to lose weight here. You know, you never know how it happens. But yeah. I think 170 is good for me. I'm a tall girl. I'm 5'7. Okay. Oh, so. Nice. Yeah, 158. But yeah, so 170, 180 is good for me. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's a good range. And I feel like because I dropped down to 141 and then yeah. I kind of – I it was crazy. Like going from 265 to 141, I never wow. in a million years expected that. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll be happy if I get under 200. And then it was like, loop. Yep. Um, but I got down to 141 and then I kind of shot back up to one, 150 range and I mm-hmm. feel better at 151 than I did at 141. Yeah. They say that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you could get down to 170 and then you're like, eh, I like 180, you know? Right. It can always Yeah. Change. I think that 180 will be good for me. You know, when I first started this journey, like as far as, cause I'm honestly, I don't weigh myself like that mm. only because I know that the scale is not a good de- depiction of how much weight that you, how much weight you've lost or your, or how well you're doing. Mm. Cause girl, the scale will lie to you and have you all fucked up for the whole day. Yep. And it's not even true. Yep. So I don't really weigh myself. What matters to me is how my clothes fit. I know if something isn't fitting right. I'm like, okay, girl, you may have been eating a little bit too much. Um, but when I first started, I didn't, th- I was in a size 22 in jeans wow, okay. and my goal was like a size 16. I'm, I was like, if I get to a size 16, I'll be like the bomb. So then I got to a 16. I was like, okay, girl, well maybe a 14. So then I got to a 14. I was like, oh my God, what? Maybe a 12. I got to a 12 and now I'm in a nine. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow. That's amazing. That's and awesome. that is crazy. And even still, when I go into the store, I'm just, I look at the clothes and I'm like, oh, you know, now because of COVID, I can't try anything on, yep. which is pissing me Right? So it's like sh- shopping is so stressful for me. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm a nine. Like, I'm, I'm going to buy a 12. I'm going to buy a 14. It's just like, it's so much mental that goes along with it because your mind is so used to you being in a larger size. Mm. Oh, and it's yeah. like your mind catches up after Yes. Your body has lost all after you've lost all the weight physically. Mm-hmm. Well, even then it takes forever because like I'm five, like I said, five years plus now because mm-hmm. like, oh, am I six years in May? Yeah. So like literally I that still happens. I still think I'm bigger. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still going to the bigger section. And my husband's like, Melanie, stop it. You're over here. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, no, 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 I'm over there. And he's like, no, no, no you're fucking not. Like, because the deal is, like, I feel, I know why I do it now is more of comfortability because I know if I put it on, it will, it'll fit. Yeah. No matter right. what. Yeah. You know, like, you know that's going to fit you now. But no, because right. I'm a large. I'm a large and everything. And I'm a 10, 12. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then that, that drives me nuts because being in the betweeners, then there oh, is yeah. some that fit you and some that don't. Yeah. So I still get that mind fuck of, like, 
oh, you've gained weight, but you really haven't. It's just the because all right. fucking sizing is fucked. Like, period. Every yes. single size or yeah. every single brand is different and it's stupid. It's different. It should all be the same. I fucking hate it. I I'm don't a nine in some it. things, but I'm not a nine in everything. Right. You know, so it really just depends. And I feel like nine, ten is a very popular size because sometimes I go some places and nine, ten is not even an option. Yeah. Oh, yeah all like when time. I go to like Ross or Burlington, I'm like, okay, so we just go straight to 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yep, pretty much. Well, and it like when you go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx or something like that, and you're looking through some of the sizing, you have to be careful because some of it's like junior. Yeah. And so it goes down. Like it it fits different than like women's. It's just dumb. It should all be the same. Yeah, it's just dumb. That's pretty much how you can explain it. Just dumb. (laughs) It's just dumb. Oh my god, these two are hilarious. (laughs) Well, and trying things on is like your ultimate key to knowing. And you can't fucking try anything on right now. It's so dumb. I'm not even trying to be listen, I will be so ghetto and be like, look, I'm about to put this dress on in front of this mirror that y'all have in the store because First of all, I can't try on anything, and then you don't want me to return anything because yes. of COVID. Yes. Do you, who do you think I am? No. I hate it I when they're like, them. oh, you can, you can't try it on here, but feel free to bring it back. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think? Like, what? I'm still going to infect it with COVID if, exactly. <laughs> like, either way. One time I asked the lady, I was like, look, I need to use the dressing room. Like, how much can I pay you? I literally will just strip down in the middle of the store and try things on. <laughs> I I so don't I. really care. I'm like, if I need to know right then, I will do it right then. Like, right. Oh my god! And it's like you guys don't know my struggle. You don't know that I was once three hundred and twenty-three pounds. You don't know that I'm one ninety. You don't uh-huh. know that I have absolutely no idea what size clothes I wear. Please just let me try. <laughs> I know, and I don't want to order things online because what if they come and they don't fit? Yeah, I, you still go I through know. that line. Yeah, fit. Yeah, because I'll look at stuff have- and it's like seriously, this is not going to fit. This is not going to fit. And then I right. get it home, try it on, and I'm like, oh, no, it fits. It fits. Okay. As long as it's like, not a I Halloween bought, costume. Uh, um, my birthday dress. My birthday is December yeah. 18th. So I bought a birthday dress. Yeah. And I'm looking at the model. And they're like, models wearing a size 10. And I'm like, okay, well, she's skinny as hell. So maybe I should go up to a 12. And I'm just like so stressed because what if I get the dress and it doesn't fit? So I mm-hmm. order two in a size 10 and 12. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to return it. So it's just. I can't. But I'm not complaining. It. I'm happy. Yes. I will say it's that, those struggles. that they actually, like, she is probably a 10, but they're totally, like, curving her. Like, yeah, yes, that 10 will probably still fit you. Yeah. If I, I pray that it does because it's, like, the best dress. And don't worry, I'll be, like, posting and everything because I'm say, going on a trip. And it's my first time getting on an airplane, y'all. <gasps> like, I've never, I going? know. Whoa. I'm going to Dallas. Okay. Um, But I am, it's my first time getting on an airplane. And I, like, I, I said in my story, um, you know, like, I will, some of my reasoning for not getting on an airplane is because of my weight. Like yeah. that was, that was very scary for me. And also because I was a mom, by the time I was 22, I was like a mom, mom, like mm-hmm. 10 toes down, mm-hmm. didn't have anybody really around supporting me. So the opportunity never presented itself. And then when it did, when I got older, I was larger and I was like, yeah, I'm not about to get on this plane. And they tell me I need to get a bigger seat. So or buy two a lot of phobias and... came into that, but I'm so ready and I am going to like vlog it. Cause 
I don't know how many 30-year-olds haven't been on the airplane, but I am one of them. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I was 27 the first mm-hmm. time I got onto a plane. So, I mean, yeah, because our my family didn't go on, like, airplane vacations. So, right. Mine either. We went on, like, road trips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even yeah, that was an far hour away. Yeah, <laughs> like an hour away. That was what we did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, airplanes were uh, a new thing, but I remember Ooh. at my top weight being like almost to that seatbelt extender. Like I was almost to that point, and so when the first time you get on an airplane and you can like yeah. cinch it all the way, you're like, whoa, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. That changed. <laughs> Right. So many different things are like non-scale victories, like crossing your legs or taking Mm -hmm. a picture and realizing that you don't have a double chin or Mm -hmm. just so many things just remind you. Like there's so many things in your life that just randomly be like, wow, I have come a long way. Just like little things to kind of push you. Because I mean, every day, I always say every day is not glitter, unicorns and rainbows. Mm -hmm. You have your moments. Um, But I'm definitely like blessed and excited that I have this platform to share my story with Yes, and just kind of encourage people. You know, I had no idea that I was going to be here, but I'm happy that I am. And I'm happy that I'm encouraging people. I'm happy I'm on your podcast. Yeah, it's that's that's what's so exciting about doing this is that we get to meet so many different people that we wouldn't have ever probably right. talked if it wasn't for the right. platform. So that makes us so incredibly happy to be, you know, an inspiration or a support or anything for uh, the people that listen. So yeah. uh, where are you guys? Where are you guys located? We're in Salem, Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's a, it's a nice state. I like it. <laughs> you like it. Yeah, I like it. I like how pretty it is. Yes. It's, I mean, you have to pay with that with all the rain. But you guys get a lot of rain, too, right, in Maryland? We get a lot of rain. Yeah, so we get, get snow. Yeah, yeah so you, you get, get all the, the seasons, too, then. We get all the seasons. Like, I yeah. hate, like, snow. Snow. I hate snow. I don't drive in snow. I don't care. Like, it, it could be an inch on the ground. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to work today. Yeah. That's how I am. That's. I'll do it. But if it's, I'll, I'll like, we have that knot in the stomach the whole time. I had to warn my boss. I'm like, if it snows, I will not be here. Yeah, period. I'm not saying you. I'm no. not risking my life. Sorry. No, no, I've driven once in the snow, and I was in an SUV, and I was stopped, and I started sliding to the side of the road. After that, oh nope, I don't do this. Nope. Yeah, I don't even give it. Like it snowed, and I was like, I was at work, and I was stuck at work, and I was like, I'll call my dad. Yeah. And my manager was like, You're like mid thirties. Your dad's gonna come and get you. I'm like, and he will. One hundred percent. Yes. One hundred percent. He will come and get me because I do not play the snow. I don't play with the snow. The snow doesn't play with me. No. Uh, so what's your favorite non-scale victory no, so hold, far? Hold, hold. Oh. We need to get a little back. Oh, okay. We need to back the truck up a little bit. Back the truck up? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. We what know would you like to back up to? Um, Pretty far because she said that she had her surgery at Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> we got talking. <laughs> so I wanted to get this a little back on track of just like, like, you made the phone call to that yeah. to that uh, doctor, and they're like, we're referring you. And yes. Then, and then kind of like, what happened after that? Okay. So just because I got the referral does not mean that I went, okay? I made several appointments ah. and was a no call, was a no show. Oh. Um, just scared, not knowing what to think. Um, and what pushed me to actually go to the appointment was the story that I told about 
the roller coaster. So I went to my first appointment and I was like, I met so many people. I mean, people who were like 500 pounds, 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. everything and I just connected with so many people and just realized like hey we're all here for the same thing um <clears throat> they went over basically like the first couple of sessions is basically like an info session oh. they basically try to scare the hell out of you mm-hmm. to see if you are even like going to meet the requirements to see if you're serious about this like they're like oh you can't drink Oh, you can't smoke. Oh, you can't do this, you know? And a lot of people were like, what? I can't smoke. Yeah, I'm done. Or, I can't drink. Yeah, I'm done. So they, they don't want to like have, you know, go through all of this and give you the surgery and then you fail miserably. Mm-hmm. So I went to a couple of those and I was just like, yeah, I'm still going to do it because at the, the place that I was in my life, I was in an unfulfilling relationship and um, I was just not, I just wasn't happy. And I'm like, I'm so ready for a change. Something has got to give. Mm. So I went to my info sessions and then I started meeting with the nutritionist. And it's so crazy because like being a grown adult, like I didn't even necessarily know like all of my food groups. Like I knew, I know that sounds crazy, like, but I knew what some foods were, but yeah. some things I'm like, oh, that's a starch. Oh, that's a carb. Like, yep. Which I'm ones, learning. Do you remember which ones got you? Um, I think it, this is so crazy. I think it was corn. I was like, oh, that's a vegetable, but it's a starch. Like, yeah. Yeah. what do you mean? You know, so learning how to eat. I don't think I would be this, this successful in my journey if I did not go through that six month process um, teaching me how foods affect your body. So I went through those. I had to have a sleep apnea test, which I did have sleep apnea. I was a terrible snorer. Oh, no. Terrible, like calling hogs. Like the person that I was in a relationship at the time, he would be like, yeah, I'm sleeping in the living room because I can't even sleep. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So I had to um, wear my CPAP machine. Oh. You have to be compliant. That's a part of your insurance in order to be approved for the surgery. You have to be 70% compliant with your CPAP machine. That's Mm -hmm. Kaiser. I don't know any other insurance. Um, So I did that. I had to go through a psychological um, examination to make sure that I could withstand the surgery. I'd be able to follow directions. You know, I wouldn't fall into a deep depression, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um. And that was, I mean, of course, blood work and like EKGs and stuff like that. That was pretty much it. But I'm really thankful for that six month time period because it really helped me. It kind of just set the the tone because by the time you can eat again, you're not even for me. By the time I could eat again, I wasn't even interested in eating how I used to eat mm-hmm. because I had trained myself to eat this new way. Yeah. That's if great. that makes sense. Well, then they did it right. Yeah. Like that sounds like a good program. Yeah, it does. Uh, did you have any other health issues like diabetes or anything like that? Or was it just a CPAP? No, and I was, no, I didn't. I didn't have any. My only issue was sleep apnea. Yeah. So you caught it that was my before. Issue. Yes, before. And I mean, I knew that I had something because I was like, girl, I would wake up in the middle of the night like, <sighs> like yeah, it was no. a but. I didn't know, you know, what it was. It was like, my mom snores. It's hereditary. Um, but, yeah, the only thing that I had was sleep apnea. I didn't have diabetes yet. Now, if I didn't have the surgery, I'm pretty sure I would have been there. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that's like with me because when they did all my testing, I only only thing I met was the BMI. 
because I didn't have any health problems. Mm -hmm. And the sleep apnea wasn't a thing either. So they're like, well, I mean, you're 44% whatever. So yeah, this will do. Right. Um, but yeah, they're like, thank God you're doing this though. Cause you definitely will have diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol. Like I was on the way. Exactly. Like, on the way. And even, even though, even though things weren't like diagnosed, like my body, like my knees mm. were non-existent. I don't even know why I had them because <laughs> they were always, they were always hurting. Like mm. it was just, you know, I like to take road trips. I have family in South Carolina. So every summer I go to South Carolina Thanksgiving, I go to North Carolina and like those long car drives would just kill me. I would have to get up and walk around. Yeah. I had plantar, I don't even know how to say it. It's like plantar fasciitis. Thank you, girl. Because I'd be like, I have plantar fasciitis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I had that thing. And yeah. that was painful. As soon as I would get up, like I could as soon as my I couldn't my feet couldn't even touch the ground because oh, it hurt no. so much. Oh. And all of that was weight related. Yeah. yeah. As soon well, as you lose the weight, it goes away. And it's funny mm. how we all, like you said it, and like, oh, I just thought it was hereditary. That's what I thought with all of the mm-hmm. problems that are my family. They were like, oh, it's just hereditary. It's just hereditary. I'm like, no, maybe it's the fucking food and the alcohol and cigarettes you're smoking. Like, yeah, people yes. forget literally what you put in your body is what you're going to get. So why yes. are we so surprised that I have like a fat ass because I had so many like Big Macs? Like, look, right. at, look at the Big Mac. Is it lean? No, no, <laughs> that is not no. what you would it's call like lean meat. Of bread. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why do we need the extra piece of bread? I, why? Why? Why do we need that extra? McDonald's is dead wrong. They know I, what they're doing. I, they're I, killing us off. My yeah. favorite was a club sandwich just anywhere we'd go. And it mm. always has that extra bread. And it's like, that's not even necessary. No, no. You no. need two pieces of bread to make a sandwich, yeah. not the third. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what the hell is doing to myself. Just add an extra piece of cheese in there. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm all about And I was cheese. a bread lover. I had to have bread yep. with every meal. Ditto. Mm-hmm. Bread or bread. pasta? Or pasta. Oh, my. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'd have bread with every meal, pasta with every meal, like pasta all the time. Like, when I think about how I used to eat, it's just like, wow. Like, sometimes I used to, like, you know, I like to cook, so I would post my plates and everything. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that was my, that was my plate. And I, and I was probably going for seconds after that big ass plate. Oh, yes. Yes. There's a couple of them where I would have like as big a size as my husband, which he's six foot four, works long hours. So he eats more than I do. Totally. Right. Even before surgery. And I would have the same amount plus go back for seconds. And I'm like, how how I always think that I eat too much and then when I think back to that I'm like no I'm fine no yeah sometimes now I get nervous like oh my god I ate so much but it's not even that like even if I make a larger plate than normal Mm -hmm. I'm eating off of that one plate all day Mm. you know and I have to remind myself like it's okay like you didn't just eat this in one sitting and like you're going back like this took you all day to eat so it's Okay. That one yeah. fucks with me all the time because that's what I yeah. do. And I'll be like, it's because I'm in, I feel like I'm eating too much because I'm eating, right. eating the, like, I'm just the hand to mouth thing is happening way more. So I'm yeah. thinking that I'm eating more than I actually am, but it's the same plate all fucking day. Yeah. And all you know day. what now bothers me is those old photos that pop up of like, where you make the good like Thanksgiving dinner or you do like the Super Bowl stuff, like all the food that you put out, all the photos that I would take of the food. 
I yeah. was like, that's not necessary. <laughs> like, look at all that. It junk. is so it's so crazy how you view how how you view that now. Like, mm-hmm. I was out with like a couple of friends. They weren't my friends. They were friends of friends. I was invited, and I was out, and it's like they. You know, when you're in it, you don't realize that you have a food addiction. You just think that you like to eat, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the whole time they were talking about, like, how they didn't eat all day, how they were so excited to be here, how they're going to eat everything on the menu. Yeah. And, like, me now being aware that, you know, I had a food addiction at that time, I'm just sitting there listening, like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys even know, like, that you have a food addiction? Like, it's just... in anything educating yourself in anything whatever the topic is like it is just it's it can change your world oh definitely research just goes like even a little bit of research goes a long way yeah Yeah. it's just take the time to learn about yourself and you realize oh there's a reason why i do all of these things oh yeah yes definitely there's direct correlations it's insane like the whole just wanting bread and the carbs and stuff because that's just hitting your neurotransmitters that make you happy (coughs) Like yeah. certain foods do that on purpose. Like mm-hmm. cheese is like crack. Like it's not. Oh yeah. It's so bad. It lights it up so much your frontal lobe that you're just like, I need to eat more. And you, wow. it feels so good. Sugar and carbs, it's, man. Sugar too. Sugar yeah. is crack too. No, yeah. it's 100%. just legal crack. That's yeah. exactly That's what it pretty is. Much, at this point, we should be snorting it. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> much, you know, the same thing. And I realized that when I was. In my six-month program, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I was a sweet tea girl. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm a country girl at heart. I love the McDonald's sweet tea girl. I would go <laughs> every day with McDonald's sweet tea. Um, so when I started my six-month program, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm going to get an unsweetened tea and two Splendas. And they're like, the lady at McDonald's knew me by name, girl. <gasps> to the point. And she was like, okay. So I get the um, sweet tea, and I put the two Splendas in it, and I taste it. And I'm like... Uh, this tastes like fertilizer <laughs> i thought that i loved tea you know you love sugar yeah yes because the pounds and pounds of sugar that they're putting in there mm-hmm. that's what you like you don't like the tea per se mm-hmm. and i was just like wow like if this ta- if i put two i think i maybe put three splendors like if i put three splendors in here and it still tastes like horse manure <laughs> imagine <laughs> Imagine how much sugar they're really putting in that tea to oh. make it taste how it tastes. Have you ever looked at the back of a cranberry juice? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh There's my god! It's so much crazy. sugar. It's uh, it's like half the bottle. Like if you actually just stand at the bottle, it's like takes up the whole bottom. It's so much sugar. Wow! Because cranberries are very bitter. Oh yeah, yeah. And I actually yeah. like unsweetened cranberry juice. I'm weird. I like the tart. Yeah, tartness. Yeah, you're definitely one. Fine. Yeah. Seriously, because I had to take, you know, you would need like, so this is a side story of cranberry juice. I unfortunately only had it with vodka. You know, that's all I had was with my cranberry juice. That's the best juice, way to have it. What do you mean? Right? And so I had a, a UTI and they tell you to drink cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. And I was yeah. drinking it and I looked at my husband like, why does this taste like shit? And he goes, because there's no vodka. And I was like, oh shit. Oh my God. I never had it without vodka. <laughs> this is so stupid. That's awesome. I love it. So that's my cranberry juice story. Yeah. Um, cranberry juice is delish. I, oh, let me ask you guys. Oh, wait. Sorry. For the podcast, is it going to be visual? Are they going to see us? They'll, yeah, but only on our Patreon. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Okay, I was just, I'm like in the kitchen taking chicken out the stove. Okay, that's fine. I oh, know you're good. You're good. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> All right, so let's do. Um, let's go to a break. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we're going on to a break. 
And okay, now we're wait. back from the break. And now we're back. All right. So as we're t- we're talking about our addiction to sugar, yes. and that's something yes. that you really picked up on in your six month program. Um, yeah. What did you do? Any other therapy for, or did you just do the one one uh, session? I just did. Well, okay, so. I just did the one therapy session to be approved for the surgery, but actually afterwards, like when I went through like my breakup, my separation and moving and everything, mm-hmm. I started to go to, to therapy after that. And you find that it was very helpful with your eating or was um, it more for like mental? Like It was just more for mental. Okay. It was more for mental at that time because it was like, you know, such a big change. I had been with someone for six years. I was you know, moving on. So it was just for that. And thankfully, like with all those life changes, my eating habits did not change. I was just like so hell bent on being a healthier me. It wasn't even like about how I looked. Yeah, I just it was wanted a to be healthy. I wanted to run around with my kids. I wanted to play basketball with my kids. I wanted to go to Sky Zone and actually enjoy myself versus just give me your coats, kids, have fun. Yes, you know, yeah, you so, join in. Yeah, you want to play. You want to play around and be a lively person. It's right. It's not fun sitting on the sidelines all the time. So exactly. So who went with you to? Uh... Like to the to the surgery center. Like, does there did you have some family support system with you? Yes, I had my sister. I had my my sister Temperance. I had my best friend Shade, and that was it. Awesome. So, were they the only two that knew about it, or were you more open? So I really kept my surgery a hush hush. I did mention yeah. to my family that it was something that I was interested in doing. Okay. But they had no idea that I was going through the program. Like I really did not tell them until like two days before surgery. Only because I know at that time it was very easy for me to be swayed. Okay. So I was, you know, I just didn't want because they're my family, they love me. Of course they would have concerns. Like mm-hmm. any surgery is major. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to be swayed by their opinions or their worries. So I just called them two days before and was like, hey, <laughs> I'm having surgery. Um, I've been approved. I'm having surgery. And I mean, they were all like, okay, girl, like, do what you got to do. Nice. Awesome. Nice. And they're still supportive of you and they they understand. Still supportive. Okay. They understand. They're Great. like, oh, my God, you look so good all the time. Like, no. And I'm always like trying to push them with challenges like hey guys we're gonna do this challenge we're gonna do that challenge trying to you know get everybody like eating healthier so I have like as far as my family like my sisters my dad my mom I have a really really good support system awesome that's what you need you you have to have a stable support system it goes a long way it does so and even with like you know my friend like you know just having people who really push you and don't let you fall off you know because sometimes you're like falling off and you don't even notice that you're like living your best life and don't even notice that you know you're eating differently you're not working Mm -hmm. out like you used to so you're always having someone there that's going to hold you accountable you know and kind of like push you not at a not trying to judge you but just seeing your potential knowing what you can be knowing Mm -hmm. what you want for yourself and just pushing you yeah well I mean that's what Melanie is I mean, that's what we do for each other. Yeah. yeah, Uh, And for everybody that follows us on, you know, Instagram or listens, like we really try to be that support, but also be like, um, reality check time, bitch, because 
you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Uh, yeah, because she yelled at me today. I did. So. Because she's like, yeah, I haven't had any water yet. And I'm all, Melanie Roseland Austin, you get, which Austin is not her last name anymore, but I will forever call her in Austin. Um, and I'm like, you need to get your shit together and drink your fucking water. Yeah. Because. Of course. Water is important. And I can't even talk because I don't even like I'm, I'm getting back on my water you saw I posted my little challenge Yay. I'm getting back on my water intake um but I struggle with that too water is so hard it's I a, don't know why water is yes. so hard like that's why we do these challenges because if I didn't have a challenge I probably would just fall off the end every like every couple yeah months, you know like mm-hmm. I need something and so like we're doing push-ups and we got water and we got our protein because yeah those Literally, are the three important. Those are three things, and you just got to sleep. Like, that's the, the main right. other one. You have to get your sleep. It's yeah. so important to I am body. awful at that. Yeah. She is. I yell at her. I go to bed at 10, and then I'm up at, like, 2. Like, right. I don't know. Go the fuck to bed, Kelly. <laughs> and I do. And I sleep solidly for, like, four hours, and then I'm awake. I don't know what happens. And then you're awake for, like, the rest of the morning, or you fall back asleep? She's no, I, I usually take a nap when my husband gets home from work at about 11. So, but yeah, you gotta sleep through the night. I know. And I, I've even started taking THC, like the gummies. Yeah. I take a sleeping pill. I don't know. I don't know. See, one thing about me, I'm going to go to sleep after this podcast. I'm going to sleep. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to eat. I'm going to go to sleep. It's going to be great. I'll go home. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, so, so you have surgery, family's there. How did that morning yeah. feel? Or maybe like that um, morning, just like when you woke up. So when I woke up, I literally felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. Like oh. I was so irritated, like in so much pain. Now my surgeon, I'm going to have to go. He's so fine, y'all. His name is Dr. Prashar. <laughs> His name is Dr. Prashar. And he's like a no-nonsense type of guy. Like, he's funny, great bedside manner, but he does not play. So when he came to get me out of my waiting room where I was waiting, I was so nervous because everything just went, it went so fast. Like, Mm. hold on, like, Mm. my lashes, like, give me a second. So um, I get into the surgery room, and they're just, like, laying me on this table, stripping me naked. I'm like, y'all not going to put me to sleep before y'all do all this? Y'all just going to let me experience all of this? And they're like, yeah, girl, you're fine. I'm like, well, what about my boobs? Because they're all hanging to the side. Like, how? They were like, girl, we're going we're gonna to tape you up. You were going to be fine. So um, I had, he was like, you have to walk to the surgery room. He's like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not putting you on a stretcher. You are going to walk to the surgery room. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then afterwards, yes, I felt like I was standing on a train track and I allowed two trains to hit me. I was in a lot of pain. It was just like a lot of pressure because of the anesthesia, a lot of pressure on my chest. I felt like I couldn't talk. I felt out of breath. It was bad. And then I like yelled at the nurse because I was like, I just want to go to sleep. Like Mm. all these people that's in my room, tell them to leave. I want to go to sleep. And she was like, I was like, can you bring my bed? And she was like, oh, they didn't tell you. I was like, they didn't tell me what. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, you can't lay down because you have so much gas in your stomach oh. because how they do it." So she was like, "We'll give you a recliner," which was barely a recliner, if uh-huh. I could be honest. Like, we give you a recliner, and you can like recline, but also we're going to be, be waking you up every two hours to walk around. So mm. basically, you're not going to sleep. Oh, I was man. like, 
Okay. <laughs> I need you to leave my room and give me like five minutes because I'm really about to lose it. But like, I'm going to have a great. temper tantrum right now. <laughs> I'm about to really go off on y'all in here. But it was great. Like the walking around helped me move that gas around because that's mm. the most painful part when you come out of surgery. Like, oh, get yeah. You had a lot of gas pain too, right? No, you didn't really have any. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I just had like literally my left side hurt for weeks, for weeks. That was my yeah. But like she had a bigger incision. Yeah. Mine was pretty big because um, she moved out my liver and then, or she did the liver retractor thingy. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, Melanie didn't have to do a liver shrinking diet. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, she only had to not eat for 24 hours. <coughs> oh, oh well, lucky you. Oh, Girl, yeah. I had to do a liver shrinking diet for two weeks. Yeah, she did too. You and me both. Yeah. That yeah. seems to be the new norm is two weeks prior. It's just Dr. Two Patterson because my brother got VSG almost a month ago and she yeah. didn't do it. Oh, that's right. Him. It's just her technique. She's like, I feel like I'm humane. I just don't make him do it. We can do it without them. That's doing it, so. dope. I think it kind of That's sets. Really dope. Yeah, but I feel like I'm kind of grateful for the two week diet because it kind of set myself set myself up for you're gonna be drinking all liquids after. Yeah. yeah, afterwards, exactly. Because I can only imagine not having to do a liquid diet and then you come out of surgery and it's like whoop. Can't eat anything. You got to drink everything. Right. I was so serious about my diet because my doctor, like I told you before, my surgeon, he was like, look, if you cheat on this liquid diet, I will know. And I will cut you open and realize that your liver has not shrunk at all. And I will close you back up and you will not have a surgery. And I was like, wow. He was like, so you're going to do it, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I was so serious about this liquid diet that... I only had to have three incisions versus five. Wow. Like he was like, your liver, I don't even know where it is. Like <laughs> you did great. And what I'm like, liver? Oh, yeah. Cause you scared the hell out of me. So of course, of course I, I feel like that should be I a like norm that. though. Like if you do not follow this, I will not do yeah. your surgery because you can tell, like you oh, said, you like tell. you only had three instead of five. And I yeah. was very like, I was the same way. I was like, I will not cheat on this. Like, my husband was amazing and did the whole diet with me. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it was – well, because I asked him. I was like, will you do this with me? Because I didn't know if I could stick to it if he wasn't doing yeah. it with me. I mean, I'm sure I yeah, would have. You but You're strong. I am strong. I, I'm much stronger now, now yeah. than I was back then. Yeah. I thought for sure I would I would be cheating. But we also got rid of everything in the house. Yeah. So – there was nothing for See, me. See, that's eat. what I didn't do. I was still like cooking dinner for like my family. I was still cooking for the kids. Wow. I mean, I went to Sam's Club and bought all this protein stuff, all this water stuff. Um, and I feel like the first day of your liquid diet, like you're excited, so you're super motivated. Yep. So I was like, Yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm gonna kill it. And then like the second day, I'm like, Okay, fuck this shit. I have a headache. Yeah. Like my head hurts. Mm-hmm. It's pounding. You know. But I just kept pushing and I think I could have jello which is gross to me so I didn't have jello but I could have like um sugar free popsicles jello like what is jello like can we even like um I don't like I don't like the fact that it jiggles it creeps why me out. Jiggly? Yeah, why do you need to jiggle? Well, and it comes from horses' hoofs. Like, why? Why are we eating that? Hoofs, hoofs, hoofs. There you go. 
Hoofs. We'll get that. Why are we eating that? Like, I yeah. just feel like it's a person. Yeah. Like, why are you giggling? Yeah. Why so, are you no. waving to me? I don't understand you. <laughs> it's like soup. I don't understand soup. Yeah. You and soup. Why yeah. is it? It's a liquid and a solid. I don't understand. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. We don't eat soup. We don't eat soup. <laughs> we don't eat soup. Clearly. But um, yeah, so I could have um I could have water, I could have broth and like with my broth, I would like season my broth up, like yeah. make yeah. curry broth. Like I would do all type of things um to make different broths and everything. So that was that kind of made it a little bit easier for me. Um I had my water, crystal light. I couldn't. I, I can do it. I could do it for my liquid diet, but I cannot do Crystal Light now. Is it I'm too, too it. sweet or is it? I'm just sick of it from drinking it oh, for yeah. two weeks straight. Like it just it makes really me vomit is. every time I think about it. Yeah. Okay. Because my family's weird about that. Like they will only want, they only want fruit punch. Mm. And I have to buy three things at a time. I don't have it. And I'm like, sorry, guys, there's no fruit punch. I think we've bought it all. I don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> you know, awesome. those, but those sugar-free packets are really good. Like, yeah, they they're really good. I'm like, how is that? How is How does this not have sugar in it? Yeah. It's confusing to me. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? There are some times when we review something and Melanie's like, I don't understand. How do you not have sugar and you taste this good? What is going on? Yeah, chalk. Uh, was it? Chalk zero. Chalk zero. I told him, I was like on the live. I'm like, will you message me or show us behind the scenes? Because I am so Yeah. Right and sometimes the sugar-free packets are like sweeter than the actual drink that has sugar mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, don't, I don't get it. I I don't Yeah, we have to do some research on that, girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before before we go to our Vegas trip. Because it's probably all still bad, like if we're being honest. Oh. It's probably all still bad. I mean, real in reality, anything that does not come from an animal or from the ground. Or from the earth, yeah. That's or from the yeah, earth. Yeah. It it's probably not good for us. But yeah. do we talk I mean, that seems about right. Anything man-made is pretty fucked up, so. Yeah, I mean, we have cheese that is one ingredient from plastic. Like, we should probably not be eating this shit. Yeah. But we will continue to buy it and eat it. Seriously. It's right. just reality. They fuck up everything. It's fine. We should just eat what Mother Nature gave us. And we'll yeah, but then something pops up in the grocery store and you're like hmm you know what some chips sound really good right now yeah, they do they totally do <laughs> so my goal I'm gonna try to like tr- I'm gonna try hopefully um a vegetarian lifestyle after the new year whoa that's what I said to myself but you can yeah do that's it. that's a it's that's a, a yeah I've tried it I think as long as you know that you can do it you'll su- succeed because yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like a forever thing. It may be like for a couple of weeks. We'll just yeah. see, but you know, you know, if it's just like VSG though, you just have to prep for it. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Cause now you're eating a whole different groups of food that you have to make sure you can find. Um, and, but right. once you prep for it, you're totally fine. Cause I've done it. It's just, I started craving like meat. I was just like, I just want food. I just want something to chomp on. We are definitely meat eaters. Yeah. It's a problem, but they do have I a lot too. of options now. Oh, yeah. there are a lot of options of vegan. Because my husband lasted longer than I did. I was mm. like a couple of weeks and he lasted like months. He's like, I think you have to research and find like there's so many different recipes. There's so mm. many different ways like that you can be successful at trying to be vegetarian or vegan. Mm. So, but I was a big meat eater too. Like I used to love a good steak. Cook medium. 
Yep. Medium. That but now that. I just can't. My little, my tummy, my sleeve just can't handle it. Oh, that's a sad day. We still yeah. like steak. I have a hard time sometimes with chicken. And I think it's because it's so easily overcooked. Right. That I just like, there's sometimes where I'm just like, oh, I, I made can't myself do that. laugh in my head. I was like, I can make you a moist chicken. <laughs> like, oh, that's what she said. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That's what, that's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. I like it. <laughs> uh, so we, we woke up in surgery. You were yeah. kind of hit, feeling like you got hit by a bus. How long yeah. did it take for you to kind of normalize? So I was only, my surgery was outpatient. So I was only in the hospital for 24 hours of that. I left the next morning. Okay. Um, I was back walking around uh, probably about maybe four or five days after surgery. At the time, I lived on the third floor. I had a third floor apartment. Mm. So after three or four days, I was like down the steps, walking around. You know, I was really concerned about like blood clots and everything. Mm -hmm. I did have to... um, I forgot the name of the the drug, but I did have to inject myself with blood thinners. Oh. They do that for everybody, you know, just to prevent any type of possibility or concerns with blood clots. But I was up and walking around probably about after four days. But, you know, the pressure on my chest from anesthesia lasted for a while. Like, I was out of breath and could barely really speak oh. for about a week or two. Oh, dang. Damn. And they were like, oh, it's normal. It's okay. And I'm like, okay. Because I guess there was still fluid in my lungs from the anesthesia. Oh. Did they have you do the, like, breathing thing where you breathe like it's a machine? Okay. Mm -hmm. I had to do that. You know, I had a home nurse, which was really great because she had, she had, um, she had, what's the other one? R&Y? Yeah. Yeah. So she, she was like really great with helping me and like pushing me, telling me what I needed to do. So yeah, she was really good. How did you get hooked up with a nurse, man? That's awesome. I know. Insurance. They give you um, a home health nurse for about a week. What? Dang girl, you got some hella awesome insurance. (laughs) Yeah. You got hooked (laughs) up. Seriously. I'm like, where was my nurse? Seriously. That was my husband. She would come. She would give me my injection. She would like, you need help getting in the shower. Like, we would go for walks. Wow. And she was, like, my friend for a good two weeks. I like that. That would have been so helpful. Right? Because when you're, like, first out of it, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, you're, like, faking it hardcore because you're like, yeah, I got this. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah, like, I'm doing yeah. this right, right? I got a timer. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Because you can barely drink anything. Like, she would give me the, um, you know, like, like a NyQuil cup. Yeah. Like a medicine cup. And she would fill up, like, five of them with Gatorade or, what, or water. And she would be like, okay, so your goal today is to drink this within an hour and a half. Oh. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, okay. And that's pretty much what we do. We would make it a game. <laughs> like, I was like an infant for that whole two weeks. <laughs> I should give my husband some props because that's actually what he did with me. He, was just, he filled up the little Dixie cups and he was like, mm-hmm. all right, you got to finish this. Like by the time the show's over. So figure it out. And I was oh. like, okay. Wow. You need that support. I mean, because the last thing you want to do is being like fresh out of surgery and having to go back to the hospital because you're dehydrated. Who oh, wants to do that? That was my biggest fear. Yeah. I did not want to have to go and deal with dehydration. So I drank as much as I possibly could. And Mm -hmm. I had timers set every half hour. I was either drinking, well, 
half hour before, half hour after. But it, it was basically like every half hour. Yeah. You were doing either drinking a protein shake or drinking water. Because it was exhausting. I was like, oh my God, I feel like that's all I do now. It's a full time job. It is. Seriously. Like, even it, now, that is your new even life. Even now. Even yeah. now. Because it's not like you can take a huge, it's, I can't crush a whole bottle of water. It's not like I can oh, no. gulp down a whole bottle of water. So even now, it's still a process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so, I wish that I could, though. Just to, just to get it out of the way, drink oh, like just chug a whole sixty four ounce bottle in one sitting. I know. I've had like sometimes I put too much water in my mouth and then like I swallow and then I'm like holding it and then I swallow and then it's crazy. It the hurts. new life that we live. That's what I do. And when I explain that on the podcast, I have to preface with "That's what she said." Oh my god! Just That's say. what she said. You just did a that's what she said. So long ago. <laughs> I know, but it that's how I drink water is like I take a big gulp yeah. and then yeah. I hold it in my mouth and swallow <laughs> little bits at a time. Because that water hurts if you get full. Like oh, if yeah. It, if it's too much in your stomach, like it really hurts. I get pukey if I drink too much. Oh, like yeah. I'll get yeah. nauseous and then I'm like, okay, breathe, breathe. Stand up. I just yep. do the whole like hands over Stand the head. Stand up, hands over the head, let it go. Oh, so you guys go. I'm going to have to try that. So you, go, you guys go like this. Yeah. Because yeah, like football players, like that's what they do to not be dizzy anymore. So I was like, okay, let's just let's do this. Or if you okay. eat too much, like, you know, you always got to push that line and like you're like, oh, we'll just have one more bite. And then you're like, oh, shit. Yep. Shouldn't Stand have up. done that. I stand up and I put my arms up. Yeah. And it kind of like I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah. Because I know like recently I I ate, but I was full. I didn't eat too much, but I took a I took a glass of wine, maybe like a sip of wine, and uh, that sent me over. But what mm-hmm. trips me out for me is that like the feeling of having to throw up doesn't come up until like 30 minutes later. So I think I'm safe. I'm like, oh okay, I did good. Uh, and then like all of a sudden, you know, like your mouth starts getting watery. I hate that. And then I go through the whole process of trying to regurgitate and then nothing comes out. Oh, like, no. It's so weird. I don't I'm actually like, vomit. And it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just sit there in that pain. Like dry heaving. Yes. It's so dumb. <laughs> you just get to sit in that pain, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is this is the price you pay for taking that extra right. drink. So for doing entirely too much. That that's what but you know what? Like for me, because it happened recently mm. and I'm a year and some months out. Yeah. It was like, oh wow, like my tool still works. Like I'm still good. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm so thankful good. for you, little tummy. <laughs> I'm so thankful for you, little tummy. Thank you so much. Yeah, because you did two weeks before, two weeks after, right? And then Yes. And then it was did your pureed and soft foods kind of blend together or were they separate for you? They kind of blended together because I wasn't pureeing anything. Like, I was okay. like, well, I'm not an infant. So I pretty much was, like, <laughs> That's what I felt like. doing, <laughs> like, mashed potatoes, like, salmon, like, mash it up, like, really good. So it kind of just ran together. Okay. okay. What was your me. first, like, solid food? I think it was salmon. Salmon. Very my good. first solid food was salmon. Well, my I take that back. My first solid food was a piece of chicken because... I was being naughty and it was just, I broke and I ate a piece of chicken and I regretted it because I was so sick. Oh, it was way before I was supposed to be on solid foods. My first real solid food was um, salmon. Okay. And salmon's a good one because it's so soft. Right. That your stomach can handle it. Yeah. Like really well. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's cooked right. 
if it's if I was, I was gonna say if it's cooked right yeah then eat, it's yeah. flaky and it's soft and it's yummy and delicious you're just gonna have to eat here more i feel like there's something going on with your your food your salmon your chicken at first it was the chicken <laughs> the salmon um i have overcooked i i've learned my lesson on overcooking things okay so <laughs> because i'll walk away or you can't walk away i know it's because i get distracted <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll do this. I'll do this. And then it all goes downhill from there. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What was your first NSV? Do you remember? The first one that you Crossing like, my legs. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. That was like, cro- like crossing my legs naturally, like not having to pick up my leg <laughs> and then like being out of breath, like literally just crossing my legs was the first, was my first NSV. I was like, wow, this is so awesome. I cross my legs all the time now. Like, and so it's why, weird when I, I don't. Yeah. Like, even right now, I'm sitting with my legs crossed. Like, in the... You know, sometimes, like, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm sitting at the table, I'll be like, oh, okay, let's try and see if I can fit with my legs crossed under the table. Okay, so I failed miserably at that um, at one <laughs> restaurant recently. But I was like, that's not my father. The table is just really low. It's too low because I can do it at every other table. Yeah, I know. That's, right, exactly. That's a deal. I remember my mom pointed it out because I actually didn't realize, like, I was doing it. Uh, she mm-hmm. was like, you can cross your legs. And I was like, I can. I guess I can because I can do it in the car now. Like, I don't just, like, mm-hmm. sit normal. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can move around, do whatever I want. Like, this is nuts. Yep. Like, I love crossing my legs. It's weird when you're at the salon and they're cutting your hair and you have to sit, like, with your feet yeah. flat so that they can see it. Yeah. And I'm all, I'll am i always go to cross my legs and I'm like, oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm just used to it now. Yeah, and I mean, I love like it's so like feminine. I love crossing mm-hmm. my legs. Like I feel like it's just just such a feminine like boss. Like, hey, my legs are crossed. Are yours? You know, like, <laughs> that type of thing. Did you feel more? Um, did you feel more feminine as like this progression has happened? Yes, yeah. I definitely feel more feminine as this. Yeah, as throughout my whole journey, especially like with me being in a better space Mm -hmm. um I'm a lot softer you know just the way that I carry myself I've always been like a girly girl you know but definitely like in the way I sit like you know how I am emotionally I definitely feel a lot more feminine I was gonna say another NSB is painting my toenails even though I normally like I'm the type to get my nails and my feet done but of course during quarantine who was at the salon not me not you so um painting like being able to kneel bend over and paint my toes and not feel like I'm about to die yo yeah awesome feeling I was gonna say cut my toenails like because before it was like I could not like I had to take breaks Mm. so like I would cut a few and then I'm like (sighs) like it hurt and so now it's like like you said like you just kneel down, do your thing, and yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. That's a good one. It's like... Yeah, painting your toenails is major. Wrapping yeah. the towel around you. That's my favorite. Yes. Yeah. Every time That's I see huge. that. Yep. Yep. It was the towel and the collarbone for me. Oh, yeah. 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 Collarbone. And the last one was sitting in Eric's clothes. Yes. Because... He, he's he's just as the biggest me. Like we're both same height, <laughs> but he's like always been like a buck fifty, and so I've always been bigger. Like I think I met him when I was at like one ninety, like two hundred pounds. So oh, yeah, wow. okay. yeah. So it's crazy. Like now, like he accidentally put on my jeans. I was gonna tell you about this. Um, when she was gone, like he went to go grab 
um, pair of jeans and he's like, I wonder why this fit weird. But like, I'm wearing your jeans and they fit me just fine. And I was like, you can wear them out if you want to. And he's like, no, I'm not wearing your jeans outside. And I was like, wearing girl jeans. Whatever, man. I was like, I I nobody would know. No, and they're Levi's. So it's like, you're totally right. fine. And you can leave with those on. So and he's yeah. like, that's why they got confused because we both wear Levi's. Yeah. But I was like, damn. All right. So I am smaller because that, that's a good reality check for me because I'd be like, I'm yeah. big and I'm like oh wait no me and Eric wear the same pair of clothes like there's well no they way. share clothes like they share shirts and sweaters yeah. it's so cute I have like a whole new wardrobe so it's so awesome and then I bring my clothes over and I'm like hey you want this yep you want this so I, have, I have a good mix of Eric and Kelly of clothes it's great. yes so well that's perfect you don't have to buy any <laughs> even though you still will because it's an addiction it's an addiction it's it real. is <laughs> I know that's not my addiction. That's fine. That's definitely yours. Yeah, I like to buy stuff. Yeah. I like buying clothes. It's like yeah. yes, and then once I finally get it, because you know all this drama that we spoke about before, trying to decide what size you wear. Yep. Once I get it and I fit it, I'm like yes, yes. I yeah, I love buying clothes. It makes me feel like I've made progress, and like yeah. when you see that that num, even though the number on them are isn't like as important like as how you look. Or how you feel in it, but the, you'll see that number like a, a size nine, and it just makes your day. Yeah, because you're like, mm-hmm. yes, I've worked so hard for this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and, or like the medium, small. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great one. I love it. Yeah, medium, medium small. I'm I'm definitely medium. I must actually I'm a small because my friend actually made a couple of um. Sweaters for me, and I was like, "Like, oh, this is a small." I was like, "Really? It fits? Oh, okay, great." You're like, Hell awesome. Yeah. yeah, there's sometimes where I see extra small, and I'm like, "There's no fucking way that's gonna fit." And then it does. And then it does, and I'm like, but "Oh, sometimes yeah. it does." Yeah, it depends on like a material, like the stretch. It does. But yeah, I mean, because sometimes if I want a little bit more looser, I buy medium. If I want a little yeah. bit tighter, I buy an extra small. So it's like you can play with it you too. Totally so. can. Well, that's what's fun about clothes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dressing up. Dressing, dressing up. down. So what was like the one, what was like the biggest thing you learned through this process? Um, I would definitely say like how to eat and also learning myself Um, because learning that I had a food addiction, learning um, that I'm actually pretty disciplined, you know, like mm-hmm. you go your life thinking that you're just completely one way and then certain things happen and it's like wow so I've learned that I'm disciplined um learning food groups um was definitely major for me like I know it sounds crazy but like I said before I did not know a lot of food groups and like learning how to eat learning how certain food affects you um that was the one of the most amazing things that I learned and learning that I'm resilient and I'm like I'm extremely disciplined like if I put my mind to something Cause food was my weakness. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't know that this would like obesity and like food addiction would be something that I would be, be able to overcome. So I would say those are the two things that I learned about myself. That's awesome. awesome. I like that. Uh, what would be your biggest advice for newbies? To take your time, be patient with yourself. I get so many DMS about stalls mm-hmm. about, um, Oh, I'm, I'm two months out and I've only lost 60 pounds. I'm like, girl, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Take the win. Do you think you would have lost 60 pounds if you didn't have this surgery? Mm-hmm. So 
what I always say is just be patient. You're going to, honestly, you're going to lose weight regardless, especially in the beginning. You're going to lose weight. So be patient with yourself and just trust the process. Yes. Love that. Trust the process. And you have a small business. Is that what I understand? Or you're a baker? I do. I know. Yes, I am. I know. I feel like it's so jacked up because I'm talking about eating better and I'm in here baking apple pie and sweet potato pie. But I do have gluten-free options available for you. That's awesome. Yes. So I do. Right now, it's just sweet potato pie and apple pie. I'm thinking about adding other. I'll definitely begin adding more sweets to our different pies and cakes to um, the menu. But yes, so I do. It's called Prissy Pies, P-R-I-S-S-Y Pies. That is paying homage to my grandmother, who was like the matriarch of our family. She was a cooker. Like she would burn out a stove. Like she had to get a new stove every year. Oh, wow. Um, and like just baking and cooking was just the way that we brought our family together, the way that the community came together. So that's why I named it after her. But yeah, so I have a small business, Prissy Pies. We mm-hmm. bake pies, um, cater. I just had like a really big order of 80 pies. Um, Whoa. One of a realtor that I know, she, um, well, I knew her friend, but she wanted to gift pies to all of her clients that just, pur- that just bought, purchased a home. So um, she called me like, hey, can you bake these pies? So that was my first really, really big order, which was like really dope. I made it through Thanksgiving. Now I'm just trying to get to Christmas and fill all those pie- those orders too. Yay, that's think- so exciting. <laughs> Do you think if you didn't have VSG that you'd be doing this? No, I, I think if I didn't have VSG, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't be doing. I wouldn't even have... The platform that I have, I feel like VSG was like a little pat on the ass, like, girl, go. You've been complacent too long. You've been humble too long. Like, this is your time. So VSG just kind of like helped me find my voice, helped me realize that it's okay for me to be bubbly and kind of quirky and be confident. Like, it just really changed my life. It just gave me a little push, like, this is you. This is your moment. Let's go. Oh, I love I love that. I don't I don't think we could have said it better ourselves. No, not at all. Is there anything you want to add before we let you go? I just want everybody to be their best selves. And if you are thinking about having VSG, um, do it. Don't do it for anybody but yourself. Don't do it for a relationship. Don't do it for a man. Don't do it for a girlfriend. Mm. Don't do it for anyone but yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to be happy with yourself and happy with your position, with, you know, the decisions that you make. Um, and also be patient with yourself. I, like I said before, all these messages I get about people think they're supposed to have the surgery and lose 100 pounds in a day. Right, right. Yeah. It doesn't happen that way. Like, stay encouraged. Find people in the VSG community, whether that is online, whether that is at a local hospital. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of support groups. Like, just make sure you have someone in your corner to push you. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being yes, on here. Thank you. You are so excited. Thank you guys for having me. I had so a ball. Much fun. Yeah, I know. We're. I it's so funny how alike we all are. <laughs> Seriously. I know. I'm telling you, once we get this VSG meetup, y'all, it's going to be so lit. Yeah, uh, we're we're doing it in Vegas, 100%. That's happening. Definitely Vegas. And once, we're going to act a fool. And they're going to be like, uh, Vegas is like, these VSG people came down here and acted they have nothing. <laughs> acting like a fool. Well, we, uh, before I, I let you go, fool. actually, we should probably talk about the alcohol thing. Because you are drinking wine. I drink tequila. I drink like, some 
Yeah. Right. So it's I like, drink wine. I love a good shot of fireball. I'm a fireball girl. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we are proving here that you can have it. It's just you have to do the work in the beginning. Yes. You have to put the work in. The first year is so important that do yeah. not touch alcohol. There's no fucking point. There's no nutrition in it. But afterwards, None. you can slowly, like, you know, live your life. Well, I hate yeah. to be the one to say that I was definitely drinking alcohol, like, maybe nine weeks in like i went to my i went to my um my Holy surgeon crap. i was like yo when can i start drinking wine and he was like you can drink it now in moderation like i think that it has okay, okay so i know that it has to do with like the non-nutritional value and everything right. but i also think and the way that he explained it to me is that it has a lot to do with of course, we're battling food addiction, right? So then mm-hmm. once you have this surge where you learn, like, food doesn't cut it for you anymore. Like, when you're sad, when you're feeling away, food isn't mm-hmm. cutting it. So yeah. he's like, a lot of people lean towards alcohol. And unfortunately, a lot of people who have had weight loss surgery, like, become alcoholics, even mm-hmm. if they were never, they never struggled with alcoholism before. Yeah. And he was addiction. like, yeah. that is, that's our biggest concern. Mm-hmm. So when I started, I mean, nothing happened to me. I was just like. I mean, a glass of wine a day is a must for me. Okay. Or two. Well, or two. Or three. Yeah. I mean, depending, I, depending I, I on the day. I weed every day, so it don't matter. Like, that's my line. So. Well, and I Most feel like. Weed every day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel at. like everybody kind of finds their, what their thing is and what they need yeah. for yeah. that to function. And yeah. as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting anybody else. Do your damn thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, live your Do your thing. But to people who are listening, like, please, if you're going to drink, talk to your surgeon first. The only reason why I did, I mean, I did ask my surgeon before I took my first drink because I didn't want to end up sick. I didn't want to end up, you know, messing up my sleeve or anything. So definitely talk to your surgeon before you make the decision to down the bottle. Love down the bottle <laughs> there we go well because it could it's a slippery slope man you know, it it is you, a yeah. slippery slope. if you don't deal with your feelings and the reasons why yeah. you've been eating like and you're not yeah if you haven't accepted that you're a foodaholic mm-hmm. then you can definitely do these transfer addictions to gambling and to alcoholism like it can be a whole yeah. thing yeah i think you first have to accept that you know you did have an addiction yeah. and you will still battle with it but you know, and once you realize that, I think you can more openly let go of it. Like you did. Yeah. You realized yeah. that you had an eating addiction and you dealt with it and you moved on yeah. from it. So. Yeah, that's the, you have to deal with those things because if you suppress them, they always come back. And oh, like yeah. you said, however, transfer addictions, like yes. food's not cutting it for me anymore. So what's going to, you know, make me feel better? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. What's going to numb the feelings? Yeah, it's the quick fix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, girl. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I, I know we, we have been like waiting to get this together. Oh, my god! But gosh. thank you guys so much for having me and it, your patience. Of oh, course. heck yeah. We're going to do yes. more stuff together. Yes. We're do some lives. And yes. Lives. So lives. I love lives. So. Yes. My next live, I'm going to have you guys on it. All Yay. Right. Yeah, message We're us. totally down. Totally down. Okay. All right. Well, thank, thank you girl. so much. Love we'll ya. talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP, where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Vaughn from 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. 
Thanks for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.